The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. At that time, so many people were crowding together that they were trampling one another underfoot. Jesus began to speak first to his disciples, Beware of the leaven, that is, the hypocrisy of the Pharisees. There is nothing concealed that will not be revealed, nor secret that will not be known. Therefore, whatever you have said in the darkness will be heard in the light, and what you have whispered behind closed doors will be proclaimed on the housetops. I tell you, my friends, do not be afraid of those who kill the body, but after that can do no more. I shall show you whom to fear. Be afraid of the one who, after killing, has the power to cast into Gehenna. Yes, I tell you, be afraid of that one. Are not five sparrows sold for two small coins? Yet not one of them has escaped the notice of God. Even the hairs of your head have all been counted. Do not be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning. Well, the point of our gospel, you can usually get to that as you look at the bottom, at the last, and so you are worth more than many sparrows. That's uh, really the point of our reading. Um, when I thought about the sparrows, and for many of you, you'll recall that there's a, a, a reference to sparrows in the gospel of Matthew. So we cover that last year as we alternate years between Mark, Matthew, and Luke. Um, and in looking at the sparrows, um, I ran across an interesting story. Um, it was uh, apparently told to a nun by a, min, a missionary who was traveling in Central America. And uh, they ran across a boy who was a very devout Catholic and he lived his life uh, in such a way that was noticeable. And so uh, the missionary had said, uh, what, what caused you? What was so important? What, uh, what got you down this road of being so devout? And the young man said, well, it's the odd sparrow. The missionary said, well, I don't really understand. What, what do you mean, the odd sparrow? He goes, well... I was given a book early on, the Bible, and I was reading in Matthew that two sparrows you get for a penny. And then here in Luke, what we read today is you get five sparrows for two pennies. And the missionary says, well, I don't really understand. He goes, well, when I looked at that extra sparrow, it means nothing. Jesus knew our, our uh, traditions here, uh, you know, when we're poor, um, you know, one sparrow for two pennies, and if you'll give us two pennies, we'll throw in an extra sparrow because it really is so worthless. It's so meaningless. It's, it's so small. It's so poor. He said, that was me. I saw me in that extra odd sparrow and any God that can love such a insignificant little thing like me 
I want to serve. I want to love him. So he was, he was touched by this story of the odd sparrow. It made me think of other times that we've seen people being touched by what we could call odd sparrows. Um, many times it's through scripture. So uh, Therese of Lisieux, uh, she read, uh, all, all the little ones come to me. And so she found her way into Jesus's heart through that. Um, Augustine, it was Romans, uh, put on Jesus Christ, throw away your sins. And he found that that really touched his heart. It's not always scripture, uh, if you know the story of Pope Francis. Um, he was walking by a church as a young boy, and he was just, he felt called to go in. And then he was called to go into the confessional, and it was he said, I really don't know what the priest said, but it was at that point that I knew I had to be a priest. We can call these touches really odd sparrows, and we all have these odd sparrows in our life that have touched us, either actions of others or scriptures that have caused us to really understand the love of God. That's really what it is. We get a little taste of the love of God and we have it so deep within our heart that we have to live differently. Now, I'm transitioning over to Ephesians, but really it's the word chosen. So it was in our responsorial psalm. And yesterday in Ephesians, Paul used the word chosen. We are chosen. And today we have Remember, you're chosen. When I look at the scripture today from Ephesians, um, you would think choose, chosen, would be just a simple word. But actually, there's two very different words that are used. The, f- the first one we had yesterday is the typical I, ch- I choose. It's just, it's, uh, that's my selection. In today's reading... The word chosen is kleru. That's the Greek for it, kleru. And it's, a, it's one of those words that only shows up once. So Paul's making a point when he comes up with, he could have used chosen in the simplest form. He uses a different word because he wants us to really think about it. So this word kleru is about casting lots. Casting lots. So casting lots were where you take some sort of um, a pebble or a little piece of wood and you put a name on it. And in the definition, you actually put it into a vase and you shake it up and you let it roll out and whoever's first name that comes out, that's their lot. They are chosen. We saw that in the book of Acts. That's how they selected uh, the replacement apostle. So this word chosen took on a meaning of inheritance. And that's kind of where we're getting it. This chosen is we have an inheritance with God. Um, The Greek word, the other piece that's really interesting, the Greek word here, uh, Greek has what they have, tenses. So we have three, past, present, and future tense. Well, they have like seven. Um, 
And this is one is really fascinating. It's called Arist, A-O-R-I-S-T, Arist. Usually it's past tense, but it isn't always past tense. Sometimes it's present and sometimes it's future. There's no time involved. That's the important part. It's an action that has no defined time or duration. It could have happened, it could be happening, it could still be happening. What I think is really fascinating about this word chosen and with our idea of odd sparrows is that we're being chosen. This word means it may have already happened, it may not have already happened, but it's so certain that it's a given. But yet it could still be happening. And that's really our life. That's what these odd sparrows are in our life that touch us. They're helping us understand the richness and fullness of our inheritance, which we're needing to understand. We have such a hard time grasping that God cares for us and loves us so deeply. We just can't grasp it. And so these odd sparrows, just for me type things that happen, are God filling us up with his love so that we can better be with him now on earth as we move towards full inheritance in heaven. But it's all about him telling us how much he loves us. And that's really what's happening with these odd sparrows in in these stories, but in our own lives. We need to share those odd sparrows that we have with each other because it helps build up the church. And that's that's really what Paul is saying with Ephesians, and that's what God wants us to be doing.